So welcome to the very first Big Doug podcast uh, on uh, Spotify. Thank you very much for streaming, downloading, listening. Today uh, it's myself, Luke, who is in the marketing department, and we've got Adrian, who is in business services, and we're going to talk to you about some of the top tips that we've got that uh, Adrian especially does when he goes out and talks to customers when he's on the road. Um, So we're just going to kind of kick off and talk a bit about Adrian's going to go into how you can optimize your space. Yeah, basically we get a a lot of inquiries from customers who have a storage problem. So in some ways we're sort of solving problems, offering solutions. Most companies would say they don't have enough storage space. um, And when they reach that place that they're calling us in for advice. A lot of things we look at, first thing is making use of the space they already have. A lot of people assume, assume that they're going to need to move to bigger premises, etc. But quite often, just looking at what they've got, um, we can make big improvements on, on, their, current situ- on their current situation and what, and what they're using, which is not great from a sales point of view, because it would be dead easy to say, yeah, you need new stuff here, there and everywhere. But a lot of the time, we're using their existing shelving, making it more efficient, creating space that we can then possibly add more shelving to rather than just saying now you need to rip it all out and start again. I think a lot of customers fear that when they bring a commercial company in to advise them. We don't work like that. We're trying to do the best for the customer all the time because we're looking at the relationship with the customer over a long period of time. The big companies that I deal with we have had as key account customers for a long time now. They see us as the go-to supplier for their shelving, their racking, their trolleys, all that sort of thing. And we are, from years of experience, we offer the right solution for them. And as long as you do that and it prove, you've proved what you say you can do, they will keep coming back. So an interesting point that you've always said, Aid, and kind of we reiterate when we talk to people, you know, from your perspective and from marketing as well, is talk a bit more about how the fact that when we go in, we don't necessarily sell the most expensive or kind of new racking actually what you're trying to do is yeah. optimize yeah a, a, a common one that i see a lot of is you walk into a stock room or a warehouse and the customer says i'm full i need more racking and he's basically storing fresh air between the between the gaps and a lot of the main our main ranges of our shelving come with six levels with four levels depending which one it is high majority of customers you can say well look at the shelving you've got there you've got these boxes on the shelf and above the shelf above the box you've got a a six inch gap let's adjust all those shelves to give you enough space to put an extra level in suddenly you do that you then put the boxes back on the shelf you've got an extra row of boxes let's say and less fresh air stored that's not the cost of a new bay of racking that's the cost of an extra shelf yes there's the manpower to do it but the cost is still a lot less than, than just ripping the whole lot out and replacing it with a five-level bay when it was a four-level bay before. It's the first thing I look at every time because so many customers will say, yeah, I've run out of storage space. Well, you know, you're storing 20% of this room is storing fresh air. Let's make the use of what you've got. And sometimes, even if it's an old system and it's not ours, uh, another good way of, of creating space is if you've got a room that's got 20 bays of somebody else's shelving in there or some old shelving that's not available anymore and you can add extra bays to it, take five of the bays apart and use those levels to fit into the existing shelving that you've got. 
you've then created in effect a space where five bays of shelving was you can then sell them five new bays but you're not doing that thing of you've got to rip it out and start again that's the first place we always start is try and improve what you've got sometimes you go into a place and it's absolutely racked to the roof and there, there is no fresh air then you've got to look at, at, at different options but if there is space there let's try and make the most of it with what you've got and you're in a lot of respect from the customer from that because you're not going in there and sort of saying you know you need to spend this you need to spend that it's, we're talking about things that cost very little to do just the time to do it sure so i guess what you're saying is if they've got an old system you can reconfigure that system yeah and yeah then we can add in more or if they've got one of our systems or a compatible system then we yeah. can we yeah. can just that's, add more that's always on. going to be the starting place is, is to look at what what what's, what's there and also a customer will sometimes if they're having a bit of a rethink on their storage will use the opportunity to revamp it to to throw away stuff that they're not they're not you know accessing every day or it's become redundant so it's a bit of a spring clean uh, time as well and uh, you know it, it's when you see it afterwards and you think well when I came in here it was a bit of a mess that you know the levels were all over the place you were storing fresh air now it's nice and neat everything's in its place we've created some space we've filled possibly filled that space with some new shelving you've got new stock you've got rid of some of your old stock it's you know particularly this time of year christmas after christmas people come back and right let's sort that area that's been like that for six months and they call us in and they have a rough customer always has a rough idea of what they want to do but it's you know the experience of looking at it and think yeah I've done that for somebody else in a similar industry they can relate to that and then you can offer them a solution okay amazing so other than space saving on shelves yeah what other things can we optimize um, another one is the aisle widths um, aisle widths can be determined by a number of number of things if it's a hand-picking operation you want a minimum um, aisle width where is if it's one person walking down there one person walking with a trolley uh, two people with a trolley coming uh, you know different ways so that determines your aisle width there has to be a minimum for health and safety reasons but sometimes you walk into a place and there's massive aisle widths and this this you know just a single guy walking up and down you know once in a blue moon picking an order so then you can look at it and think right let's take these rows of shelving and shuffle them all to one side and reduce those aisle widths suddenly you've produced a lot of space again that you can add extra shelving in and if you combine that with what we were talking about before with adjusting the shelves in some cases you can create 40% more space for the customer just by moving what he's already got and that happens a lot because sometimes people inherit shelving they might move into a, a building where you know, it's already got some pallet racking in it's already got some shelving in and they've just they just leave it and oh yeah how fortunate are we we've got all this free we'll just use it but it's not geared to their either their box size or the products that they're storing so eventually they come to a point where they've got to do something about it to because they've outgrown what's already there and again like like we were saying about storing fresh air the aisle width is another area that we'll always look at and think well maybe you know a couple of feet on a on an aisle width can make a massive difference over five or six rows of shelving because you concertina the whole lot up and suddenly you've created space. Mm. And again, the customer will, you know appreciates the fact that you're not sort of saying to him, "Oh, you've got to change it all." You know, let's use what you've got. Shelving, unless it's abused, doesn't wear out. It's generally it's it's in good condition most of the time. Most places we go, 
and uh, if you can use it again, let's use it again. That's always uh, yeah a, a good rule of thumb. Yeah, of course. So with so let's just say that you've you're not storing fresh air, you've you can't move the shelving any more than it's been moved. Yeah. What's the next stage that we could that another thing we talk about? Another thing we look at is height. Uh, uh, again, a lot of customers have a lot of height available, but they don't make use of it. If we were working with an empty warehouse, um, even if a customer isn't um, looking to go high, it's always worth mentioning it to him because a lot of systems you can't add the height to afterwards. So always consider the height in, in, what, in what you're planning for, for the future. And always explain to the customer, you know, you may not want to go that high now, but it's worth, say, taking the frames or the uprights a little bit higher that you can add to it at a later date. That, that's always a good one. Um, when customers are expanding, um, mezzanine floors are another good way to add space to a, to a warehouse. Um, we, we provide those and then you can rack on top. Um, that's very popular. You see a lot of mezzanine floors in, in industrial applications these days. Um, and that's the, the sort of main areas where you're looking to improve it. That customers, whatever industry they're in, they're an expert in that particular industry. If they're an aerospace company, that's what they're good at. They're not. We don't expect them to be experts on shelving and racking. They know what they want, but it's up to us to come in and say, right, we understand what you're trying to do. That's something that we've done before with, you know, like I said, if you mention another company in their industry, they can relate to that. We've been doing this a long time now, so chances are we've seen most things. There's not many things I'd come up against where I thought, you know, I'm scratching my head, I don't really know what to do. We've always seen something exactly the same or something similar that we can draw from and, and say. And, and with, the, with the equipment that we've got, we've all got iPads on with us, so we can sh actually show the customer, you know, this is you know, another company in the same industry as you, this is what we did for them. And you know you can see that their face light up because yeah that's exactly what we want to do you know, and that's something that's very difficult to explain over the phone. So a site visit to go and have a look at the application is very important, and it also builds a good relationship with the customer because we're not just looking at a one-off sale. We want Big Doug to be their one-stop shop of where they go to for our full range of products. And generally, if you can solve a problem, that will happen because you are in trust. And uh, we found a lot that uh, customers will come back to us for, you know, odd odd products that we may not even thought of when we went in, you know, trolleys and things like that. Their, their name just appears on an order now and then, but they they like what we do and the way we do our business. And uh, I think that's again from going back to this thing of trust of not going in there and and trying to hard sell them anything. Go in with a view of being a problem solver that you can, you know, that. Everybody has a problem in a, in a warehouse situation, and if we can ease that load a little bit, sorry about the pun, but it, you know, it, it wins you customers and it wins you confidence, I think. Yeah, sure. So an interesting one, so we talked about kind of optimizing space in existing warehouses. What about going into a brand new space? Like, how do we deal yeah. with, with that situation? That, that's about information gathering. If, if you get a call and, a, and it's a, you know, a generic com company that you're not really sure what they do, that's a lot about sitting and asking questions of the customer and trying to get as much information as you can. Uh, we know the questions to ask. Sometimes the customer doesn't know the questions because it may be a company that's moving into a warehouse where they re require pallet racking and they've never had pallet racking before. So there's factors like the forklift to consider and, and everything else. So in, in that um, scenario, you're 
guiding in a way, offering um, options and ideas where they're trying to, to give you as much information about what they're trying to achieve themselves. And it's usually a, a goods in uh, scenario where goods come in on a pallet or something like that, they're put on a shelf, they're picked, orders go out. So you're looking at that sort of in out operation and the best way to do it. But a lot of it is governed by the product that's coming in. If it comes in on a pallet or in a box or whatever, that's you know that's your starting point. If it's pallet racking, you always start with the pallet pallet size and uh, configurations of the pallet. From there, you can you can start to design something around it. Okay, and then so the the next stage from us is we do the CAD drawings and all the measuring yeah. and yeah. and provide yeah. the solution. Yeah, if you've got all the information that you feel you need, and generally you don't walk away from the customer until you you know. Um, you probably drive home thinking, oh, I'm going to do it like this, or I'm thinking about that. And then back in the office uh, with a CAD drawing, to do a design which you think is the most efficient. Sometimes do it, step away from it and go back to it and think, have I quite maximised that? Um, and then a quote, a drawing to the customer. Um, quite often, if you've done the job well, they'll say, yeah, that's exactly what I want. You know, Sometimes there's a little bit of fine-tuning. Sometimes a factor has come in that they haven't considered. Oh, you know, we said our pallets are all going to be this size. We've just found out 20% of them are going to be a different size, so you might have to tweak the layout a little bit. But that's just fine tuning at the end of the day. So hopefully by that point, the customer's confident with us. He's placed an order, and then it's up for us to go in to install it. Um, we have a, a, a number of installation teams that we run. We cover the whole country, and they're all certified. And uh, the, basically, we we've walked into an empty warehouse and. You know, a time frame later, it's complete and the customer's ready to move in. And you've always, I mean, you've showed me as well when we went on a site visit, um, how we work around business needs and requirements. So yep. we'll do it evening or oh gosh, weekends yeah. or yeah. around business as usual. It's yeah. not just if business it, if shuts it, down. If it's an empty warehouse, like you said, it's, it's fairly straightforward. Yeah. We will go in and do it. But if it's an existing company that need something done working around their opening times or um, deliveries or whatever we will work around it we've fitted uh, mezzanine floors overnight uh, working through the night so it doesn't disrupt the the company's operations during the day uh, we've done weekend work and stuff it's it's a standard in our industry that most people don't want to lose downtime through yeah. this type of work um, and we'll always work around that. It's sometimes it's a bit of a compromise, but most of the time we can accommodate whatever they're they're trying to do. Oh. So I guess we want to leave it like, what's your five? Not even five. What's your top <laughs> tips when you're looking at kind of, you know, obviously they can give us a call and you can come yeah. down. But if somebody thinks right, okay, well, I actually need to move warehouse because I don't have enough space. What would you say for people to assess before going, I need to go make the big investment? Before they do that, I would say to them, don't be afraid to ring us and say, I don't have a clue. We don't expect you to have a clue. Yep. If you manufacture engineering parts for cars or whatever, that's what you're specializing. We don't expect you to be a shelving expert. Give us a call. Don't be afraid to say, I don't know. Call us in, show us what your problem is. Show us all the factors that, that decide why you've done it that way mm -hmm. and we will talk to you about it. Once we're there, as I said, we'll, the first thing I always look at is can we save some space of what's here? And that, that's the first place I always go. And generally you can. And that's, you know, it, then it becomes almost the customer says, oh, it's pretty obvious, but I never thought of that. 
but it's it is obvious to us it's not obvious to the customer because he just sees his warehouse or his stockroom as a bit of a pain because it's not big enough it's a bit messy you know? you'd be surprised the amount of customers that apologize for how messy their warehouses are well that's how we like to see them because we can improve it from there and uh, when you go back afterwards and it's it's running efficiently and it's tidier it's it's much much you know, nicer environment to work with customers happy and like i said he will come back and talk to us again you know in five years time if he moves or he extends his warehouse or yeah. you know, or as other operations around the country because a lot of our key accounts are multi sites around the uk so we might get do a good job for somebody in leeds and they've got an operation in glasgow but yeah we've had big dug in they did a great job great we'll get them up here and sort that out and yeah. we get a lot of continuity from co- companies like that and we have a lot of customers genuinely across the business that do come back yes you know, we, yeah. we're not a one-hit wonder order, no really. and, we, and we never look at it like that because it's it's like i said before it's, it's given a customer confidence that we are the right people from the job there's a lot of people do what we do out there and uh, you know, you've only got to put in uh, whatever onto the onto a search engine and it'll come up another number of options. We want that customer not to have to think to do that. Mm. We need him to think, right, I, suddenly I have a shelving requirement because something's changed in my manufacturing or whatever, I'm going to give Big Doug a ring. And 99% of the time we think they do. We think our customer retention is very, very good as regards um, companies that we've done work for who automatically pick up the phone to us and, and call us back in again. And I'm finding that on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good, it's a satisfying part of the job that you, you feel you've done a good job and it's good enough that uh, somebody is, is calling you back in. Yeah, absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Um, so if you're interested in uh, speaking to us at Big Doug, uh, you've got some shelving requirements, or you just want to speak to Adrian or the team about you know things that you've listened to here today, um, or you are looking at your warehouse right now and you think, I have got an absolute clue how to change this, uh, you can go to bigdug.co.uk, uh, or you can email business services at bigdug.co.uk, or you can give one of the team a ring on 0800 um, and we really hope that listening to this has kind of enlightened you on... It's always, it's always good to ring in and speak to somebody on a customer service team just to get, a, you know, to get some ideas on, on, on stuff. But share your problems with them. They will either pass you on to us or they may be able to solve it there and then. Yeah. yeah. Um, but don't be afraid to have a look at what you're doing in your warehouse and uh, how we could potentially come and help or how some of our products could improve what you're doing. Thank you for listening and uh, we'll hope to see you on the next one. Thanks. Bye-bye.